You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello. This is Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I'm really excited about my guest today. I have Sarah Diop with me, in from, are you coming from Paris? Yeah. Okay, in from Paris, you are, I'm trying to think of the right adjectives <laughs> to this, like co- content creator, extraordinaire, designer, oh <laughs> business owner, um, I don't know, digital innovator. How, how do you describe yourself? Well, it's really, really difficult because I mean, do so I'm doing much. just so much, yeah. but usually when people ask me, I'm just saying that I'm a creative entrepreneur. Okay. I think it just, you know, yeah. gather everything. That's, that's everything. And what brings you to New York, Fashion Week? Uh, well, this time I'm not coming for Fashion Week. I'm okay. just here to take some meetings, introduce the brand to okay. the American, you know, market. Yes. So, yeah. Great. So you live in Paris most of the time? Yeah. Now I'm living between Paris and Dakar because wow. as you know, you know, I've launched the e-commerce tomorrow yes. and I have to be on soil to take care of the production and, yes. and everything happens in Senegal. So I have to be yes. here half the, half of the year. Amazing. Tangoro is an absolutely gorgeous fashion line. I have one of the tops. I'm obsessed with it. I wear it all the time. Um, And you started it, what, a year ago? So I started working on it about two years ago. Okay. And I've launched the e-commerce end of May. So it's been like about three months now. But I I started the communication last year. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Who do you think has better style, New Yorkers or Parisians? Okay. So uh, it's very, very difficult to choose because I, I feel like the vibe is very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parisian, uh, you know, there's this thing about like, for example, Parisian women, uh, what I love to call, I love to call it the coiffe de coiffe. It's like your hair is calm, but not really, okay, you know, it's yeah. like negligee, yeah. but it's made oh, on purpose. I would really fit in there because... And I'm not, I'm not really into it. Oh, really? But, yeah, but I love the sense of aesthetic that Parisian have mm-hmm. because it's very, you know, we have like a... A set of color it's not something too crazy it's yeah. very elegant it's yeah. timeless yeah in new york what i love is that people are, people dare more to you know try something different mm-hmm. they own their personality and they translate into their yeah. the way they clothe the way they they style themselves and into their clothing so i really like that but um also, New York style is very like eclectic. You cannot define yes. how one New Yorker would dress. True. Although True. you can define how a like a Parisian would dress. Yes. You know what I mean. Yes. So you gave a very diplomatic uh, politician's answer <laughs> where you couldn't put anyone down. I would say, having spent time in both places, you are more likely to see someone who looks like a hot mess in New York City. Would you agree? I mean, <laughs> yeah, in Paris, true. women don't walk around like looking crazy. Yeah, that's true. Because that's there's like much true. more of a sense of like 
this is how you dress to be appropriate in public and yeah. in New York there's just yeah but yeah. I think the approach to dressing is also different because uh, of the I will say I, I don't know if you can say the mentality mm-hmm. but in France it's like what would people think and mm-hmm. in New York it's more like I'm doing me right you know like what I, I don't, mean I don't give a fuck so what yeah thinks. exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so interesting Now, one of the things, so it's Fashion Week now, my Instagram feed is like filled with like all of these pictures. Uh, It's, yeah, it's very annoying. Do you feel like the like hashtag culture of fashion has kind of taken, overshadowed the clothing? There was a story in the New York Times about how the hashtag has basically made the actual clothes, the collection, the reason why everyone's there, it's not even part of the conversation anymore. Well, um, I'm not a crazy hashtagger yeah. to start, so I don't, I don't really, I don't, yeah, I'm not really like into that. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, yeah, it's taking over. Like, right now, people, everybody wants their picture to be noticed and everything, and I they feel like if I hashtag this, it's gonna come I up. Know. I don't know how the how the algorithm works on Instagram or anything. Right. But to me, I feel like it's just best to share like a nice picture, like yeah. a moment that really can trigger an emotion mm-hmm. uh, within the eyes of the people that follows you. Yeah. Instead of just like posting a picture to show that you're here, so you have to hashtag yes. so that you can, yes. you know, so you're gonna be included in the group of people mm-hmm. that were at this event or at this show. And right. I don't know, it's just not. It's too much. Yeah, it's well, too much. Your Instagram is beautiful. It's like this oh. highly curated like photo book. Like Thank I, you. <laughs> I, I could never. And I mean, I think it's great because you really are inspiring people with each picture, video, post that you have. I think on the other end of that, I know, I remember, was it last season that you were here for the Givenchy show in New York? So brands invite you to things for you to cover. I mean, they're inviting you because they like you, but they're also inviting you because they know you have the social reach and social influence. So do you feel that pressure to post once you're invited? Not at all. Really? I don't, yeah, because first, I don't. I don't consider myself like a, a digital influencer or anything because I don't use my digital presence to do something. My mm-hmm. digital, like my website, is my work. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I have a blog and I'm gonna go there and you know show that I was here. Mm-hmm. No, if I choose to publish a moment of a show or a picture of mm-hmm. a backstage or something, it's because I was really inspired at this moment. Yeah. Or I saw something that was, oh my god, this is the moment. This is something right. that I want to share with the people that follow me because right. out of this moment, I'm gonna create something that's gonna maybe inspire someone else. Right. So it's like inspiration inspire you to do something inspiring. Right. <laughs> right. Of. Yeah. But um, no. Oh, besides that, I don't, I don't feel the pressure to, I mean, if you feel the pressure, either you paid to post something, right. you know, or your life depends on it, and it's not like yeah. it, so. How do you feel about all of these social influencers that are getting paid to post from brands? Well, I will define myself as a child of the digital you know because yeah. when I first started Gubar it was of online course. and it's still online yeah. so I think it's an amazing thing that people who have talent can mm-hmm. benefit from the system uh, from the digital thing that's going on right now uh, the, on the other end I think sometimes brand make by bad choices mm-hmm. because it's all about exposure 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 mm-hmm. and you forget the quality at the end because yeah. I think when you're a brand you have to stay on brand and yeah. really it can cheapen the... Yeah, yeah, and communicate with people that really, like, embrace the mm-hmm. sense of what you are. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 50-50. Yeah. So, on the topic of social influencers, and this is kind of bringing it back to beauty, 
the Kardashians obviously are mm -hmm. this global phenomenon, yeah. but they were made in America and kind of became popular here. Do you feel like the Kardashians could have reached the like iconic status that they have now in Paris? And like, uh, how do people abroad feel about them? Well, most people love them. Wow. But the thing is, you know, um, and I can't say that because I'm, I have the European point of view. Yeah. Everything that's happened in America is a phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, we can impact on how we live in mm -hmm. Europe and the rest of the world because yeah. the center of the world, you know, yeah. <laughs> either yeah. you like it or not, it's America. Yeah. Uh, as far as beauty, um, I would say that you know, Kim kind of changed the way most people view women, you know, especially in Europe, because mm. if you're not skinny, tall, blonde in Paris and you yeah. want to make it in fashion, for example, let's say, it's super, super difficult. Like it was like about seven years ago. Now today, uh, they know that the standards are not the same. And thanks to the digital and all those people that right. showcase a different type of beauty, mm -hmm and art yeah, part of fashion really and the, the fashion yeah. conversation it gives hope to you know mm -hmm. whoever someone who may be curvier have exactly skin. yeah exactly to be to be dreaming about being the face of i don't know a big brand or a big yeah. power house someday so yeah. there is a there is a good impact mm -hmm. and there's also like a really 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 bad side of it because yeah. you know like i don't like to bad mouth people you know but for example Kylie Jenner she's so young yeah. but the way she like what she reflects yeah. and it's very overly sexualized it's, it, yeah, yeah it's too much it's too much for someone of her age yeah I think it's amazing what she's doing from a business point of view her mother and herself what they're doing with the beauty line it's mm -hmm. amazing because you have to take advantage of the influence that you have on the digital yeah. to do something for totally. yourself and not just yeah. rely on being on a TV show that right. doesn't yeah. bring anything to anyone yeah. so that's good but she could use that and turn it into like something more empowering for women mm -hmm. than just like selling lipsticks and you know yeah but you have to be smart to do that, so, yeah. yeah. And I know you're, you're the nicest person, you'll never say anything bad about anyone. Um, so, you, I, and neither do I fit the standard of this, like, tall, blonde, yeah. fashion girl. Definitely. What was it like, kind of, breaking into the fashion industry? Um, and also, if you could give some background on, like, where you're from, and when you came to Paris. So I was born in Paris okay. from a half Congolese and Senegalese father okay. and a half Central African and Senegalese mother. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Côte d'Ivoire for most of my life yeah. and came back to Paris when I was 12 when the political situation in Abidjan was crazy, crazy. And um, so I pursue my studies in communication, uh, marketing, mm -hmm. and then I decided to launch my own uh, magazine. Yes, online. which is how I found you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Gubar. Uh, that was eight years ago. Um, first, when I started, uh, to be honest with you, like I was overweight. Like I, lose, I lost a lot of weight over the years, and I wasn't comfortable enough in my skin to be out there and be the face of my own magazine, mm -hmm. because I knew that uh, beyond the project, people want to know who's you know they want to identify with the the person that's right. behind because right. the product is amazing but we love the story people love the story of the the person that's right. behind the project right i wasn't comfortable doing this because i know that i wasn't fitting the stand the fashion standard especially yeah. in paris because it's super super tough yeah. i don't know how it is in new york i feel like i had more uh i was more welcome 
to participate uh, into New York Fashion Week earlier mm -hmm. than I was in in Paris because wow. yeah, you know the the Parisian uh, fashion houses uh, are very um, you know Chanel and Ballet. Yeah, they can and be all racist okay. and sizist and <laughs> all of those. Other I don't things. know if it's about racism, but it's just like everything in Paris is about um, tribes and mm -hmm. and crews mm -hmm. and kind of cast and yeah. who do you know yeah uh, you coming you want to like uh is she like a friend of a friend you know yeah. it, it works yeah. like that yeah here in new york i feel like it's more like a meritocracy if your yeah. work is good you can access it because we need people that are talented that's yeah. gonna you know uh talk about this designer because yeah. you're gonna have like another point of view yeah. like my point of view is africa and it's like black mm -hmm. beauty mm -hmm. so when i decide to style Alexander Wang or another brand, mm -hmm. it's always going to be different than yeah. the way Elle or yes. Vogue is going to style yes. it, you yes. know? So, so it was very, very difficult to mm -hmm. break in. But I think at some point, when you just don't quit, mm -hmm. they have to accept you. Yeah. They have, you That's know, you're message, here yeah. and you, you, and I put in the work, you know, I really put in the work. My magazine wasn't as cool or as high fashion that it is maybe today. I have the yeah. pretension to well, say that. I think it's but always been, for me, it's always been, re I think that to see so many just drafted gorgeous like models of colors styled in the way that you guys have always styled them photos yeah. i mean it's always been really beautiful and i think i, I can see as it's adapted and changed how it's gotten even better and better but it was always good oh thank you it was you. never you know i think you you tend just to be super more like more critic when it's your own work so yeah, maybe that's why i don't see it this yeah. way but um yeah it was tough but we didn't quit my team and i we worked harder and we decided to elevate the quality of the content that we wanted to deliver mm -hmm. uh and and now when i reach out to those houses well we attend the show i don't even want to attend the show anymore <laughs> like i've been doing this and it's crazy because i'm 28 but when i talk to like some people i'm like i've been going to shows I for know. the past eight years and running and you know some shows it's cool because you get to know the people yeah, they yeah. like you or they like your work oh sir i get to see front row and it's cool because you're first but at the end of the day right now i don't see myself running all day just right. to see your show when i can just log on to like right. former reap style.com but yeah. Vogue runway you yeah. know yeah to see the show live and yeah. just sitting like in my house and and, and do some work you know so i think at some point it gets boring and yeah. even the people in the fashion industry know that but yeah. it's just about maybe keeping appearances and be yeah, like oh yeah, i'm yeah. here i'm here you don't have to be there I unless know. it's your like unless this job feeds you and yeah. it wasn't the case for me so i decided just yeah. to you know uh, reevaluate and and take another direction yeah no i think that's great i mean i was on facebook the other day i get like seven years ago today and it's like pictures of you and me in paris oh like my a fashion god and it's like we've been doing this for so long yeah. oh my god i remember it was yeah. the ellie sab show yes. <laughs> oh my god yes it was literally so oh long god. ago so I want to talk to you about how Africa has inspired your work and then also just this larger influence that I'm seeing Africa having in like beauty and fashion overall. Yeah. Obviously natural hair is very popular now. Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot of African models being embraced. There's definitely a really strong influence. How have you seen it kind of play out? Well, um, on my hand, I would say that Africa has always been a huge part of my work mm -hmm. because 
well, it's where I'm from. Yeah. And obviously, I have the chance to have this double culture where I have the Western African culture, yeah. but also have the European culture because, you know, I live in France. Right. So, um, I think the way I see it is just that at some point when we look for inspiration as far as art, art the, in the art world or the culture, mm-hmm. um, you know, at some point, uh, Asia was very popular. Mm-hmm. But once you've taken everything you had to take there, mm-hmm. you're, running, you're running out of inspiration. Where do you go? Where yeah. Somewhere you haven't tapped into yet. Yeah. And I think Africa was the last part uh, uh, of the cycle, you yeah. know? And now it's just very popular. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to come back. We've always been there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. why now? Sure. But it's also very interesting because now I think as far as development, uh, Africa is like rising. We yeah. didn't have like a fashion industry for so long because the way uh, our fashion industry, if I can call it like that, uh, used to work uh, wasn't uh, the way you would... Like, there's, there was no like uh, Dakar Fashion Week right. about like 15 years ago right. or Abidjan Fashion Week or anything. And yeah. everything is happening now because we reach a, a, a pace and also a state of development that uh, allows people to invest money in art and culture. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be like the world is going to, it's going to look even more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It feels like the beginning of something. Yeah. It's the beginning of a new era. It's definitely the beginning of a new era. And somehow I feel like we've always influenced the world, but it's just, it was just like on a, on a smaller scale. uh, Yeah. Yeah. How do you think beauty trends, what, what do you see women doing in Africa that oh you think is interesting? Okay, so this is very funny because yeah. all the things that we call trends, like the Bantu knots, yeah. and for example, everybody's talking about breads at work and stuff yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> They're like, you've been doing this, yeah. I mean, no, but yeah, but I mean, it's not even a trend. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, just, it's yeah. yeah, because, um, I don't know, 15 years ago, we didn't have like a sewing for example, mm, you know, yeah. uh, and the only way we would like protect our air was to do braids or bond. Yeah, yeah. So it's very funny to see, Oh, so this is a trend, but this is how <laughs> my grandma used to wear hair you right, know, all the right, time. Right. So, I mean, wh- what do you want to say? You know? Yeah. What do you yeah. want to say? No, I think that's really interesting. And I think we talk about natural hair being a trend, and this is something that I talked to, oh. to Lila and Aisling about, but it's like, how can the way that I'm born be a trend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really interesting. Is there, what What do you think is like the biggest difference? So like, if you if you were to see three girls, one girl is a 25-year-old living in Dakar, one is a 25-year-old living in Paris, one in New York, would you be able to tell who was from where? I think so. And how would You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. 
because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. To be able to tell the girl from Dakar. Um the way she dresses, mm-hmm. uh, probably, uh, if I'm talking about three black girls, yeah. uh, the, the the way her skin is, because obviously when I'm in Dakar, I'm darker than I'm right, right, right. here. Um, in Paris, the, the skin also, because I think, oddly enough, like the, the, the sun, yeah. sometimes everybody is, you know, everybody tells that it's not good for your skin, but it's actually really, oh, really good. Yeah, your skin, so, I feel like, really thrives when you're in. I mean, yeah. if you still have to wear sunscreen, but I feel like I always look better after like a. Well, Caribbean. when I'm in Paris, my skin is awful. Yeah. Like I was, I had like the perfect, the most perfect skin in Dakar about yeah. like two weeks ago, and I came through Paris, and now I have pimple everywhere. It's horrible. I don't know. It's something with the hair or the water. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. It's probably the water. But uh, definitely, yeah, the hairstyle also. Like when you live in Paris, uh, it's so much more expensive to get breads. Mm-hmm. It may be like 70 times more expensive than, yeah. Wow. Like I pay like $5 what? to get my breads. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, no one can see from listening, but you have these immaculate, <laughs> gorgeous, long yeah. braids or probably like a thousand braids in your head. Yeah. But they look amazing. So That was $5? Yeah, $5. Oh yeah. I'm like flying there to get my <laughs> Yeah. That's so, um, beauty, like beauty, the way we see beauty mm-hmm. is definitely more accessible on the mm-hmm. continent in Paris. So everybody will have like sewing. Mm-hmm. Um, in America, it's even more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. I feel like either, and I feel everybody has an amazing skin here. Really? I swear, everybody has like this very perfect skin. Huh. Interesting. So, and you can tell when you see an American girl, if she's, if she's black, yeah. a European girl, and, a, and an African yeah. girl. You can definitely tell. Yeah. I guess I could probably tell, but my eye's probably not quite as good as, as yours is. What do you wish more people knew about Africa? Oh, that is not a country. <laughs> that, that's do people really think that? Well, you know. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess, yes, I've heard that. You know, yes. it's like, oh. where are you from? Uh, Senegal, where is that? Africa. Oh, Africa, you know? Yeah. We talk about Africa as it was just once, but it's actually the most diverse right. continent right. ever. Right. Like someone who comes from Western Africa, like right. me in Senegal, right. I have no idea what someone who comes from Ethiopia eats right. on a daily basis. Right. But like, I can, you know, because, okay, right. maybe I met some Ethiopians mm-hmm. once, but I cannot recognize everyone because right. I don't know what they look like. Right. You know, I've never been there. Right. Uh, also that South Africa is not a, r- a real representation of yeah. Africa the way people yeah. think Africa is yeah. because um, I feel like it's very 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 different mm-hmm. it's way much more developed because obviously there is um, I don't know how to say that but the presence of maybe foreign people all of the white colonizers yeah. oppressed everyone. I'm just going to speak for you. Uh, yeah, okay. better than myself. The yeah. Of apartheid. yeah. So it's it's very very different. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, there is 54 countries, so therefore 54 different cultures. Totally different cultures. Yeah. Um, we have airports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's interesting. Um, there's a show. 
There was a great New York Times article about it. It's it's like Sex in the City, but in Ghana. Yeah, an African city. Yes. So good. It's so good. And yeah. I was watching it, and I was like, you know, it's really a shame. And, like, these women are very privileged, obviously, and they're talking about, oh, my housekeeper, I think she's stealing my that's, bras. Oh, and, that's the thing. So it's you don't have to be, like, super privileged to have a housekeeper. Th- that it's just, it's like, a like, common thing. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a Everyone has, thing. like, help. Yeah. Um, but you do get this sense that the way that Africa tends to be portrayed is like this very impoverished. Exactly. And you don't, I, I think at least in America, you don't see that there are women who just yeah. live to go shopping and, and party. This is why and, I'm very thankful for social media. And, yes. You know, and there's this amazing Instagram, which is called Visite l'Afrique. Uh, okay. That's been founded by a girl that I know. Her name is Diane. She's amazing. And so uh, her... Uh, thing is just to highlight um, Africa through the travels of oh, all amazing. the people. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and it just show you, you know, the beauty of the continent, the beauty of all the places, the different places. Yeah, and I like the fact that it's uh, visiter l'Afrique, so visit Africa. Yeah, but you can see that you know the thing is to portray that it's just not one big country. Yes. It's like oh it's a gosh. continent. Okay. So so yeah, and also. Um, I wish that um, I I just wish that people um, would embrace African beauty more mm. uh, because the way it's part of, or the idea that people have of it is sometimes really bad. Mm. It's like oh, all those dark skinned women, you know, they're not pretty, and mm-hmm. we just have like one of the most gorgeous oh, yeah, women, you know. Are so women and men, I feel like, are yeah. So as far as representation also, I think there is a work, a mm-hmm. huge work uh, to be done in yeah. this part. So. Yeah. Well, you travel all the time. Yeah. Um, and traveling wreaks havoc on your beauty routine. Like, I ha- I'm so strict about, like, what I, like, even on the plane. Like, I have my Evian facial mist. Like, I have all my lotion. Like, I'm, because planes dehydrate you. You're traveling from different places. You yeah. can't pack everything. So I have to be, like, really methodical. Mm-hmm. What do you bring with you when you're traveling to make sure that you're like maintaining your beauty routine? Okay, so um, I have this one cream. It's for it's from Diadermine. From where? From Diadermine. Okay, it sounds really it's, fancy in French. <laughs> no, it's what French. It? It's a it's a brand. Okay. Uh, and I I found out that it was the thing that was working for my face. So wherever I travel, I have it with me. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned the plane because I actually have my routine. Yeah. So I don't put makeup when I travel. Yeah. And Brilliant. as as soon as I get on to, uh, into the plane, I put it on my yeah. like I moisturize like crazy. So much. Yeah. And then I leave it on. Uh, I don't use a lot of product. Yeah. Because so I'm always I'm always skin, so yeah. scared that my skin is gonna react a certain way, and I have like a very sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's basically the only thing that yeah. I use. I have the obviously the Avion. Yes. The, oh. Yeah, because this is just you perfect. Need that spray. Yeah. Um, beside that, just drinking a lot of water. Water. Yeah. I don't even drink on flights. Like they come by and they're like champagne wine. I'm like, please just oh, bring me water. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to feel even worse when I get yeah. off of this plane. And I think what's so interesting about some moisturizer, how quickly your face like sucks in the moisturizer, speaks to how dehydrated yeah. your skin is. So if your skin's well hydrated moisturizer will like kind of settle on top yes. of your skin if your skin's really dehydrated which usually like sometimes i'll be mid-flight and i'll put on moisturizer and it's just like immediately like yeah sucks in all yeah. and you're just like oh my gosh i'm so yeah. sorry skin like <laughs> here's your little drink of water and one time i forgot my moisturizer on a flight 
And so I just went into the bathroom and just like patted water yeah. on my face and that helps too. Like moisturizer is pretty much just water yeah. that you're like adding to your face. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moisturizer, that's a really good tip. And I wish I had something for the eye because I always look so tired. Like a, a I, good eye cream? Yeah. I can give you some recommendations. Yes. I think that what's interesting about eye cream is once you find one that really works for mm -hmm. you, you like become very addicted to it. Okay. Um, I use one, it's a, it's called TNS Illuminating Cream. My dermatologist recommended it. It's really good. But the Kiehl's Avocado Eye Cream is yeah. really good and it has okay. all natural ingredients so it won't irritate your skin. Nice. Um, and then I've been reading from a lot of girls online about using shea butter to oh. make your own um, eye mask, like an like an overnight eye mask. I'm a little bit worried about that because sometimes shea butter on the skin can cause breakouts. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't tried it yet. I still have to do more research, but yeah, eye cream, face cream. I always bring lip balm. Do you bring lip balm? Always. Yeah. Always with me. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. You just like, just, I think the goal on a flight is just to like stay moisturized. Exactly. I swear. And then what about when you're traveling? Like, do you bring like travel shampoo and conditioner? Yes. Oh. So you bring all of your own stuff. Yes. You don't rely on the hotel. No, 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 never. Yeah. Uh, for my hair, I use uh, Fito Specific. Okay. They yeah, have like yeah. the really, really, really good shampoo. Mm -hmm. um, then I only put cocoa, cocoa, coconut oil oh, on yes, my hair. That's yeah. all. Yeah. yeah, I'm very like a yeah, <laughs> basic get, product. Yeah, coconut oil is like the holy grail product. It comes up literally every single podcast episode. Oh, like really? whether we're talking about like food or like working out yeah. or like hair, it's just like coconut, coconut oil, like for everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So on all of the shows, I ask the guests the top three beauty trends that you're like excited about, that you like, that you've tried, like your top three beauty trends and then like you're more and you're the nicest person so you're probably gonna give very safe answers for the worst but tell me let's start with the good what are the top three beauty trends you're excited about uh well i was very excited about contouring but i never managed to succeed mm. uh you know to do it so i just left it there yeah um one thing that i want to try right now is uh it's called the micro micro pigmentation for the eyebrows oh i've done it oh really yeah i've done it oh it's, it's like um it's it's almost like a tattoo yeah, yeah. but it's like uh, hair brush yeah strips. yeah it's very i painful. really really want to try it because yeah. my bro but, but you have eyebrows yeah I did but it it's just I that it's very eyebrows. like uh the the hair is very very light mm -hmm. so you don't see it and i have yeah. to put like some crayon on yeah. it so I just want something that is here when I wake up and, yeah. you know, yeah. have no, the perfect I, brows. I did mine. I did my first one, like, five years ago. Amazing. I found this, like, expert woman um, in San Francisco, and then I have got I got them redone, like, every two or so years. Yeah. And I most recently got it done, like, a year ago, so they're kind of fading. But, I mean, I think it it's a It looks so great. natural. But I really don't have eyebrows. I think if you have eyebrows, okay. like, I don't, like, I'm looking at you, I don't really think you need it. But... Uh, I do. Trust me, I do. Yeah, because I'm so dark, you know. Yeah. And I feel like this the, the hair is like so. It's not pronounced enough. Mm. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely do research and find someone good because yeah. it is permanent. Mm. And yeah. I went to a few places and I was like, mm, I would be very upset. If that's <laughs> Any other beauty trends you really um, love? Something I'm excited about. Um... Have you seen all the Pat McGrath products? Oh yeah. yeah, it looks so good. I know. But the thing is, I'm, I'm I, I think I'm too scared to, to try it. <laughs> it's like so flashy and everything, and I'm so dark. So yeah. any beauty pop color that yeah. I would put on would look would make me look like a, a doll. 
It's okay to look like a doll sometimes, though. Why not? I mean, yeah. I think uh, Lupita Nyong'o is a great example. I mean, yeah, she has like true. beautiful dark skin, and mm. when she wears like color on her face, yeah. it's gorgeous. That's and she true. has like a blue eyeliner. I think she would look amazing with the craziest colors. thing I do is like a really, really red pop red on my lips, yeah. and that's yeah. it. Spoken like a true French girl. <laughs> the craziest thing I do is a red lip. Okay. What are the three trends, like beauty things that you see happening that you don't like? Oh God, what did I see? Um, yeah, there's just so, so, so many. So many mistakes being made out there. Uh, you know, uh, the fake lashes that had like extra yeah. little thing at mm -hmm. the end. Horrible. This is a no, no. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a like a debate, and people will probably like clash me on it, but. Uh, leaving your hair under your arms it's like a beauty statement lately oh not shaving your armpits yeah yeah and I'm like mm, I don't know about that like it's not very I don't know <laughs> you know yeah. I know it's part of like a feminist mode like yeah, you yeah, know yeah, statement yeah, yeah. and everything yeah. but uh, no yeah like you know this is not not my thing yeah and I think it's an interesting statement. I just don't know how comfortable it would be, right? Because, like, hair traps odors. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like I, yeah, it's not for That's me. That's a, like, yeah. big of a statement. Yeah. Okay. Much. Anything so, else? Uh, what else? I'm sure I'm going to think about something after. Uh... Well, this isn't this isn't as much of a beauty statement. It's more of something I've noticed in, like, men's fashion. But I was just thinking about it today. All of these guys that are dressing in women's clothing, like, do you know Young Thug? Yeah. Yeah, and you saw his album cover, mm -hmm. Jeffrey, he's in this dress, Jaden Smith kind of like yeah. wears women's clothes. Well, I think it's more like the era we're living in. Yeah, it's, I think it's really cool. Everything is becoming unisex, you yeah. know? Uh, there's shops where basically you and your boyfriend can get in and, yeah. you know, uh, shop just one, mm -hmm. one thing, one item for the boss of you. So, I'm, I, yeah... I think it's kind of cool. Like, it's something that I'm excited to see, especially in hip hop that's usually had a very narrow, rigid view of masculinity, yeah. to but, see that expand. But it's a double standard because they would, like, you know, wear the Givenchy skirts mm -hmm. and everything, but still won't be very tolerant towards, you know, gay, like gay, per gay people. So, yeah. so yeah, it's a trend. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Yes, yes, yes. And you brought up the great trend, which we talked about in the episode with Lila about how all of these fashion houses are using black faces. Oh my god! To promote their brands like ASAP Rocky at Dior. Yeah. Or, um, I mean, I. Th I you think know. it has never been a better time to be black. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, and the same as being African, because yeah. everybody, oh my god, it's amazing you're black and you're African, <laughs> like you know what can we do with this girl because right. you know she's cool and she's got the thing that everybody wants at the moment right i just hope it's not just going to be a trend because right. we're finally being accepted where uh door used to be close to us yes. i think it's also our job to uh be smart enough to stay yes and everybody use everyone but yeah. if they use you be mm -hmm. smart enough to use them to get something back. yeah that exactly. is great advice that is great so advice. uh yeah especially in fashion you know mm -hmm. people take and the day they don't need you anymore they don't pay attention to you right so yeah but i think e-pop and especially now uh, black beauty mm -hmm. are two things that fashion need yes because absolutely. um 
first of all, it represents, it's a, it's a market, mm-hmm. so they can make money out of it. Mm-hmm. And culturally, um, you cannot ignore it anymore. Yeah. So you have to work with, you have to embrace it and work with those people. So Absolutely. we're here to stay. Yes. Do you have, a, well, one, I've noticed that a lot of people that work in the industry kind of have like a uniform or like a signature look, right? Like they don't, they don't stray too much. Like Alexander Wang is always going to be in his t-shirt and skinny jeans. Like Pat McGrath is always going to be with a bare face. Like, yeah. do you have like a signature look? Well, I used to wear a lot of black, mm-hmm. whatever black used to work for me. Yeah. And now, I don't know. I'm just, and it's sad because I hope that by 30, I will have like a signature look, you mm-hmm. know, just open my 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 closet yeah. and be like, I don't have to think too much to yes. dress in the yes. morning. That's definitely But a goal. I just love to explore, you know, yes. fashion is just so much, so much fun. fun. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm going to try this like flirty dress today and tomorrow I'm going to try the up the shoulder and yeah. tomorrow I can just wear a very strict shirt and yeah. a black pants. And being a woman is, you know, it's, so, it's, it's the best. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> the best because you can wear anything you want. Yeah. So, Depending on your mood. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I don't have like a go-to outfit, mm-hmm. but I know when I want to be comfortable, a pair of like jeans and a white shirt always work for me. Okay, yeah, that's you, can, you really can't go wrong with that yeah. combination. It's like a classic, a classic look. Last question. Yay. When do you feel the most beautiful? Ah, uh, when uh, I'm comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. When. Um, you know, there's moments, sometimes you wake up in the morning and I don't know, you have just like a big pimple in your face or uh, sometimes you come back from holiday and you think you gain a little weight mm-hmm. or, so I think I, now that working out is really part of my routine because mm-hmm. it keeps me balanced and mm-hmm. focused also at work, it's when I'm working out and I'm just like, okay, I feel good because mm-hmm. I'm worked out, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming. It of was course. great to hear my from pleasure. you. Thanks for listening. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manis and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant Glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.